What's going on, guys? So I just got a question from one of my one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching clients, and it was all about how to heal from past mistakes. Um, and the reason that we were, you know, I think this is particularly important is because a lot of times for past mistakes, like guys that do stuff, you know, that they know is wrong in the past, this stuff kind of haunts them. And what I mean by haunts them is that it actually locks a bunch of their power and ability behind this wall. And they're not able to become the person that they want to be. Now, how does this work? Well, basically, your greatest power source if you're trying to operate in a healthy mindset, you know, a, a radiant mindset, as I call it here in this channel, is a, a your, your source of your power is your dignity. All right, your dignity is the unconditional belief in your inherent goodness. And when you really believe in this, and you've got a connection to this, both psychological, emotional, and almost physical, it's like a thing that you can find inside of yourself. What you have then is infinite justification to sacrifice for your own benefit. Because if you're inherently good, well then. You always deserve your own effort. You always deserve the sacrifices you make to improve your life. But the thing that people get screwed up on is that they think, ah, I'm not worth this effort. You know, I'm I'm bad. You know, I've I'm I'm only conditionally good. And guess what? I've failed to live up to those conditions, so I'm no longer worth my effort. And this is why guys, you know, they, they relapse when they screw things up. You know, they relapse when uh, they they fall into escapism when they, you know do say something mean to their spouse and they know they were in the wrong they feel like shit about themselves and then they will go you know relapse or go on a bender or something like that or maybe they get um you know they they, they screw something up at work and they feel shitty you know because particularly with things like using porn it's something that you turn to as a status simulation right you step into it because oh it lets me pretend like i'm being this great guy who's succeeding when in real life i'm not happy with who i am and so we got to get you connected to your dignity because when we got that, well, then you're going to be able to show up as the guy that you want to be. Now, when you do something bad, all right, and we've all done bad things, right? And for a lot of guys, I found uh, a lot of this stuff may tie to past sort of sexual wounds, you know, like maybe like you didn't treat a girl properly, right? Maybe there was an ugly breakup. Maybe you cheated on someone, Um who knows what it could be? You know, it doesn't necessarily need to be sexual. Those seem to be the ones that really stick around pretty hard. But there are other ways too. You know, there are other ways that people are shitty. All right, it's uh, there are other ways that people quote unquote sin. <laughs> sin is an uh, old archery term, which means to miss the mark. All right, you know, I'm not trying to make any sort of moral judgments here. It's just more of like the idea that hey, you have a highest conception of goodness, and guess what? What you did was not that. And so we hold it against ourselves. And the reason why we hold it against ourselves is because we're afraid of that part. We're like, oh, shit, that that guy, that part of me, it did something bad. And if I just let it that part run wild, well, it's going to keep doing bad things. I got to keep it locked away. But the problem is you can end up sealing off a huge amount of your energy and power behind this wall because you're afraid of it, right? And this is where our most intense passions lie. And in many ways, this is where your most potent power lies and you know it's understandable that you have some reservations to letting that part run free especially if it's not just hurt you but it's hurt a lot of other people in the past so we keep it locked away and then we for some reason can't quit some kind of vice 
right? We can't uh, reach a, a new level of productivity or, you know, clarity in our life mission because we're not connected to an essential aspect of ourselves. And so the question becomes, how do we actually go about healing this? All right. And it's, it's pretty straightforward once you understand how it works. And what you got to do is you got to go in and start to understand that part that made you do the bad thing. And here's my belief, all right? My belief is that a person cannot desire an evil thing. They cannot desire a bad thing, at least not inherently. At the core of all of us, what we want is heaven. We want perfect bliss. We want feelings of extreme pleasure. We want feelings of extreme affirmation. We want feelings of power, pleasure, power, affirmation, sex, all of these things. These are good desires. You know, the desire for infinite pleasure, for heaven. It's a good desire. Bad things happen. Evil is created when the pursuit of good things gets twisted up in lies, half-truths, deceptions, etc. Okay? You think about it. Anytime that, you know, we use the porn example thing because that's something that a lot of guys here are familiar with. A guy turns toward porn because he wants relief. He wants, he wants to get away from his suffering in the moment. He wants to scratch the itch. He wants a little taste of heaven. That, those desires are good desires. That's not a bad thing. Pleasure is not a bad thing. To want relief is not a bad thing. The bad thing is when we take that desire and we say, oh, well, you know, we can go and get pleasure this way, which ignores some big negative consequence, like, you know, all the negative consequences of being a regular porn addict, the way it screws up your brain, it morphs your sexual tastes, you know, it, uh, you know, reduces your ability to, to be motivated, like all this kind of thing. And so what I call, what I've called this before is the, uh, the turd sandwich analogy. Okay, like that's what a, a sin is. That's what a bad decision is, is when you only look at one part of the equation and you ignore the rest. It's kind of like me saying, hey, here, you want this sandwich? It looks delicious, right? Like, oh, you see, it's like the most perfect sandwich, exactly the way you like it made. And you're like, oh, yeah, that does look amazing. And then I, exp- I lift off the top you know, piece of bread and there's a dog turd in it. And all of a sudden, do you want it? No. <laughs> But the problem is a lot of us, we will just not look. Even if we know there's a dog turd in it, we're like, oh, no, it's, we're just going to lie to ourselves and pretend that it's all good. And then we take a bite out of it. And maybe it even tastes good at first, but eventually, yeah, we hit the shit. And, um, you know, it doesn't taste good. <laughs> it makes us sick afterward, maybe, or, you know, whatever it is. And that's, that's pretty much what always happens. You know, the sandwich itself, the thing, the core thing we're after might be a good thing. But we're not being honest about how we're doing it. So, you know, for example, maybe you were in a relationship and you cheated on your partner, okay? And you're you're carrying the guilt around with that. Or maybe you you used them or you were unfair to them or something like that. Well, why did you do that? Why did you do that? Well, because on some level, you were pursuing some pleasure. You were pursuing some good in a disordered way way. And the people who have trouble connecting to their dignity, usually what they have in their brain is basically like this in-depth documentary that shows why they were a piece of shit in that situation, why they did the bad, like why they were wrong and bad for doing the thing. And we're not trying to overturn that. You know, very often we do do objectively bad things. Okay. We have to accept that. And, you know, we're not trying to say they're good. 
But what we need to do is we need to see the other side of the documentary. We need to see the other side of the story for that part of ourselves of like, why did that part do that? What was it looking for? Right. And so maybe in the instance of cheating, it's like you felt like you weren't getting your desires met and you wanted that that made you feel a negative emotion. It made you feel lacking. It made you feel longing. Right. At the core, if you you follow my previous videos, the, the core issue is always a sadness. It's the looking at your reality and feeling like it's tragically lacking what you want. And it will be because this reality is not heaven and you want heaven. And so when you look at your reality and you realize it's not heaven, that creates sadness at your core, which then radiates out into other sorts of emotions. You know, sadness shaken up could be, you know, anger. It could be fear. It could be anxiety. It could be any number one, any number of these things. But ultimately, it's this core negative emotion of a part of you experiencing a life tragedy of not getting what you want. And so if you can connect with that part of yourself, it's like, well, yeah, the, that part of me was looking for something good just in a bad way, well, then that opens up the door to forgiving that part because we need to be able to see the goodness in the bad part of ourselves, see the goodness that is getting distorted because if we can't find that goodness, well, then we can't forgive ourselves because there's nothing to forgive. There's no good there, right? If we just say, oh, I was just shitty and that was it. I was just bad. I was just evil and there was nothing else there. Well, then how on earth could you forgive that part of yourself? You can't. You can't because there's nothing. Forgiveness means that, hey, we're going to actually, you know, there's something good here that we're going to try and save, that we're going to try and heal and rectify. And so we have to find the core goodness that drove our poor behavior, that got twisted up. And so when we can do that, when we can see, oh, wow, yeah, I was actually trying to do, like, get something good just in a bad way then you can forgive yourself. And once you can forgive yourself, well, then you can start reclaiming your dignity. You can start learning from those lessons and you start realizing, oh, here's how I lied to myself. Here's where, you know, I ran away from the truth. Here's, sometimes it's like, you don't even know. Sometimes you're actually just not, you know, morally like developed enough to even know what you were doing back at that time. Maybe you didn't even think you were doing something bad because you didn't have a complete map of reality. You didn't have an accurate representation of what was going to happen. Um, and even if you did, maybe there was a lot of pain on top of it. Maybe you, like the reason why you did this is because there was so much emotional pain that you were facing, You know, so much emotional longing, and you just wanted relief from it. Again, not saying that it was a good thing that you did necessarily. You know, I've done plenty of th- plenty of very bad things, and I can look back at and I can see, yeah, yeah, there was a lot of pain there. That's what it was born out of. It was me trying to escape some kind of discomfort, and I was grasping at an inauthentic path to doing so. And while that action wasn't good, I can forgive myself. I can get why I did it, right? And so, you gotta, if you want to see if you've got stuff like this, you got to think back to you know pre, like you know, those big blowups in your life, those things that went wrong. And if you think about them. Do you still have a huge amount of negative emotion there? Well, chances are that means that you haven't fully processed it. That means that you haven't saved the the good part of you that is trapped in that negative circumstance. And so we have to go back into it. We have to understand that person. We have to understand the goodness that that person was pursuing poorly and then bring them back into the fold of our, our consciousness. And when we do that, it's kind of like we're taking that part of ourselves that we've been we've had locked in prison and we're bringing them out. 
We're bringing like, and, and we can purify him in this process and we can actually reclaim all of that energy, all of that power. And we can use it by tapping even more deeply into our dignity. And that dignity, then it gives us more and more power to show up and sacrifice for the things that we truly believe in, the things we truly want. And so this is something you want to think about. This is something you want to keep in mind if you're someone who, in particular, it's like you can get several weeks clean from porn or you can get a good streak here and there uh, of productivity or whatever it is, all right? But then things always break down. Well, at its core, the reason things always break down is because you lost sight of what were the good sacrifices to make or you lost the motivation and the justification for making those sacrifices. And a lot of that just has to do with you feeling like you're not worth it. And these hanging on to these past wounds, these past sins, whatever you want to call them, these are one of the biggest reasons why people get stuck like that. So make sure you scan yourself, right? If you're if you feel like you're getting stuck and see, you know, what is it that I need to forgive here? What is it that I need to heal? What part of myself do I have locked in a cage that needs to get rehabilitated? You know, let me know in the comments below uh, if you guys have anything like this. If you if you're if you're able to see this kind of sort of self-loathing as a thing that can block yourself, and and let me know if this advice helps. If it doesn't, let me know where you're getting stuck at, and you know I can delve deeper into this. But the big thing here, guys, is that like this work is something that's got to be on ongoing. And for some people, they need to even have other people validate what they go through. So this is where, you know, having a therapist or something or a coach or even just a community like what we have in the Self Mastery Club is really important for because it it's, can be difficult to really tell yourself, yes, I, I, I forgive myself. It's almost like you need to have other people there to say, yeah, you're, you're actually allowed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> because until you have someone else that tell you that it's okay to do that, it feels like it's almost unjust, right? Again, we're not trying to say that you're you're allowed to do shitty things and that's okay. It's more just like just because you do shitty things doesn't mean you can't you have to hate yourself for forever about it, right? So, you know, if you want more help with this, if you want to be in part part of a community of guys who are doing this kind of work, make sure you check out the Self Mastery Club by checking out the manhood mastery training that I have in the link here. But that's pretty much what I have for you guys here today. Ooh, yeah, I'll see you on the next one.